We are discussing the big Kiddush that the Kuzari teaches us that if we're talking about the different categories that Hashem creates, there's a, not just the four levels of Daimim, Tzameach, Chaim, Adabir, of inanimate, plant life, uh, living, moving creatures and human life, there's also a fifth category called Yisrael. And we saw so far that what makes something a different category doesn't mean that it's better, it means that it's different. It has certain features, it has certain abilities which the other forms of life don't have. And we're looking to explain in what way is Ta'i Yisrael distinctive, what Kayak does it have that other nations don't. We're summing up what we said in the last year, and we came to, we understood that what Kayak will have is in the Shama. In other words, a connection to Hashem. Uh, we saw Nefesh HaChaim is more than just a connection to Hashem, it's a connection to that Kayak which runs the world. Which uh, that, that our actions influence whatever happens everywhere else on every level, and uh, the result of the neshama is that the a person is the second source of life, like we said, and that is that's why Klai Yisrael deserve That's what we are until now. Now, the there's something else which needs to be explained, and that is that there's something different between the level of, let's say, Adam, Mudaber, every person in Klai Yisrael, we don't find it any other level. And that is to explain, we don't find that there's a process, let's say, that a plant can become an animal. We don't find there's a process that an animal can become a person. But we do find the process that a person can be, and any individual in the world, any human being can become a Jew. We have a principle called Gerus. Now, let, let me ask you a very interesting question. The Maharal asked this question. And that is, we know that different nationalities, different, let's say, nations in the world have different halachas which apply to them. For example, uh, a man of Amun and Moab can never convert. The Torah says, you can never accept a, a, or intermarry with a convert from Amun and Moab forever. We know that in Mitzri, Egyptians have to wait three generations before they can marry into Jewish people. Other nations, there are no restrictions. They become a ger, they can marry straight away. We know there's a din which applies to seven nations of Canaan or to Amalek, that they have a mitzvah to destroy them. Let's say you have a Canaanite, and he doesn't want to be a Canaanite because he's at risk of being destroyed. So he wants to convert, he wants to become a Babli. Or a Yavani. He wants to become a what? A Babli. He wants to become a Babylonian. He wants to become a Greek. Right? Can a guy convert to being a different kind of guy? And we says the Maral, we never find anywhere that a person can convert to change their status from one nation to another nation. Let's ask a different question. Let's say you have a regular Jew, but he really wanted to be a lady. So I come to the base and say, I want to be a guy, I want to become a Levi. Or I want to become a Kohen. Or it doesn't have to go that direction. I was part of Shevet Yisach and I really want to be part of Shevet Don. Right? We don't find that a person can opt to change the part of Klai Yisrael they're from. Where they are, they are. That's what they, that, they're Neshama. That's where they come from. You can't convert to a different Shevet. A guy can't convert to being a different guy. He is what he is. Asks the Maral, if that's the case, how do you understand Gerus? If uh, the Canaanite can't become a Babli and, and the Yavani can't become a Persian, 
Right? So how can they become a Jew? Why is Gairus like the exception that there we find that a person can't change their status? And the morale says a very important insight. The morale says a person can't change what he has, but he can get more. And therefore, a guy is on the level of what we call Adam, a Medaber. So what is he? He's on that level. He's on the level of a human being. So this kind of human being, that kind of human being, this nationality, that nationality, it's all the same. So you can't change what you are. Same thing within Klai Israel. All the 12 Shvatim are equal. I can't change what I am. If I'm part of Shevet Don, I can't become part of Shevet Asher. I'm part of Shevet Yosef, I can't become part of Shevet Lady. I can't change what I am, but I can get more. Even from Israel to Cohen, it's not the same thing? It's the same thing. It's on the level of Israel. The Kohenim were given special privileges, just like the family of David and Melech were given the family of the kings. They were given privileges, but it's, it's the same thing. Mashiachin, just one second, I'll finish the sentence, I'll take the question. Mashiachin, when it comes to a guy becoming a Jew, he's not exchanging what he is. He's going up to something new. And that's possible. That, that possibility exists to get something different, to get a high level he doesn't have. But within the same level, it's not possible to change. Could something come down? No. Same reason. A person, a Jew can't decide to become a guy. If you take a plant, a living plant, and you, cut, and you kill it, it becomes like a rock. Anything which dies, anything which dies loses its form of life. But it doesn't get a different form. It just, it has no form. It doesn't matter if it's the plant you kill, or it's the animal you kill, or if it's the person you kill. And a Jew can never lose his status if he doesn't want to be a Jew. No. He just gives it all up. There's no such thing. No. Yisrael, Yisrael. He's a Jew, he's done a virus, but he's, he can't lose... He's born to a Jewish mother, right. no matter what happens in the future, he's still always a Jew. Right. There was one or perhaps two exceptions of Jews who managed somehow to lose the status as Jews, but that's the exception. Normally the rule is once a person's a Jew, he's always a Jew. Whatever he's done wrong, he's just a Jew, he's done a virus. Wait, so why do I say that the, uh, the Shema is category number five? That's right. And therefore a person who's on category four can go up to category five. Someone who's only a human being can get the extra level of a neshama. So that Mimigar means going up a step. But he can't move around within the category he is. And therefore... You can switch categories. can only go up. You can't go down. You can't switch. You can only go up. You can't switch. That would be switching. The difference between the stage of a human being and the Klai Yisrael is that there Hashem left the door open for any human being to opt to become part of Klai Yisrael. In other words, a guy could could become a Jew. It's not impossible. A plant will never become an animal. An animal will never become a person. And why is it like that? So this is what the Kuzari himself is going to say later. And that is because it was something which was taken away from them. Like the, we spoke about this uh, Hashem a few times. Originally, Hashem intended all people to serve him. Before the Chait of Adam Arishan, it wasn't the distinction between Jews and non-Jews. It was meant to be the job of humans. The job of man was to serve Hashem. And if that's the case, there wouldn't have been the distinction between type 4 and type 5. It would have all been the same thing. The human being was created in order to have a neshama, in order to serve Hashem. It was only after the sin of Adam Arishan and uh, the, the downward spiral, which that set into effect, of all future generations until Matan Torah, that then Hashem separated between those people who, who wanted to serve Him and those people who wanted to serve him, that was Klai Yisrael, and the rest of humanity, which didn't, didn't uh, live up to that expectation. And therefore, now it became two categories. Now it became that there was a, 
a category within humanity are people who had that extra extra level of a neshama and were, so to speak, chosen to serve Hashem and people who weren't. But it wasn't the original intention. It was only as a result of the chayt of Adam and therefore it's possible for a ger to, so to speak, identify with Ka Yisrael and get an extra level as well. When we say about a ger, it is Kekot and Shinoda Dami, so in what context are we talking? So there, there, there are a number of different times in the halacha that it uses that terminology. The one is, he loses his relationship with his former family. That even though halachically a guy has rules as regarding relatives, his parents, his brothers and sisters, his children, whatever it is, whether it's regarding who he's allowed to marry, or it's regarding the halachas of um, Yerusha, or whatever it's going to be, we say by a Geris, that he loses his family ties to whoever his family is. So th- that is because once a person, and the second, the second area we see the idea of Gerish and is he loses all his Averis. He's now like starting a clean slate. The reason for that is because when a person goes to a higher level, so now he's a new, uh, that, that, that's now a new source of life, exactly what I said last time. The Neshama is a, a different source of life. So he's now reconnected to something higher. But you plug into the main right. now he's connected to something above. And therefore, but now he's as, as what he was. When it's negated to his relatives or anything else, and now because he's become part of Kla Yisrael, he's, we don't seem as related to the same people anymore. We say that, uh, same thing to go his previous Averis. Now, what have you did in a, in a previous sense? Now that there's a new source of chiyos, so to speak, so now we see him starting again. So he's not giving up his identity as what he was. He's taking on something more, but now that's like overrides. That's like a stronger identity, a stronger connection to something. Imela, this is now identifies him as at a higher level. He's now on a different level. Okay. So therefore, I cover what we said as a side point. Right? The, always the argument I shall have is that we we chosen. We are at a high level. It always has a counterattack to the guy that you're being racist. Right? This is the reason why it's not racism. Because it's, not, it's open to everyone to join. If we say we don't hold of a certain population group or ethnicity or whatever it is, we don't want to have anything to do with them, they can't join us, that, way you, that you could define us as being racist, let's say. But here it's exactly the opposite. We see it as a privilege, and anybody who wants to can, can, can take on that privilege too. It's not, it's not, someone who hasn't done that, okay, that's his choice not to. If someone would want to join Israel, Regardless of which country or part of the world he comes from, anybody can. It's, it's open to anyone who wants to, to become part of the Kulai Shalom. Not so only that. That's because there was a din of Kulai on them, there was a din to destroy them. And I've already said before, the Stay Chemet says that if an Amalek would want to convert, and they had a converter, the Stay Chemet asked the question. Let's say an Amalek would come to Bastin, and say, I want to be a guy. Are we allowed to guy him? Or he would say, I'm sorry, we have to kill you. Right? What's the halacha? Says the Stechemid, not only allowed to Megayah him, you be in the midst of Mechias Amalek, but you him. Because now you destroyed a person of Amalek. And now he's a Jew. And here's Raya. There's three Raya's. The first one is it says the descendants of Homan and Tarim Ben Abrak. Who was the basin of Megayah then? Who was the basin of Megayah then? Why didn't he kill them? The descendants of Homan and Tarim Ben Abrak. That's what the Gemara says. Someone was Megayah then, the descendants of Homan. Sorry? Homan's wife was not a Jew. Why not? No, you know. Whatever stage it was, but the, why would the Mechuyev to kill him? As a Malachi, as far as the... It's mentioned that it was the Megayim. It wasn't... The Gemara, the Apostle of Meath and Tarim and Tommy. 
But uh, he said that's called Mechia Samalek. I destroy the member of Amalek. He's now a Jew. And it's a question of how he... If a plant could somehow become an animal, now because it has a higher form of life, that's what identifies it. It's not that he had to trade in something to get something else. He gets something higher, and now that he's identified by the higher form of life that he has. And the same thing over here. When a guy takes on the identity of Klai Yisrael, so now because he has a higher source of, of life in the Shama, that identifies him. Ah, so if you one to the other, you're not putting anything higher. This the discussion in the Kuzari. The effects of the Neshama. Says the Kuzari later on, I'm just quoting from what he says in Sivan Kuf Gimel, which is, he comes back to this point the second time. What are the effects of the Neshama in a person? He gives three or four. The first one is, we said already, that the fact that a person is closer to getting the book. Even though we find the Goyim get Nebuah also, there were individual Goyim who got Nebuah, right? what the Kuzari says there is that for a Jew to get Nebuah, they crave him while they It's much easier for them. They have a much more natural connection to it uh, because they're on the level which they, they have in the Shem, which is easier for them to interact with a spiritual dimension. There were Goyim who got that. For them, it's a much more difficult, a much more rare thing to happen. And like we said before, when you're talking about Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, Nevoa wasn't a rarity. In Klaish, are we talking about, like we said, the Gemara says 1.2 million Nevim. And within a space of 900 years that Nevoa existed. So we're talking about over a thousand new Nevim every year. So this idea that there were Krovim around Nevoa, that they were nearer, when Nevoa was an option, it was much more easy for people to get to because they had that connection already. Any spiritual level of Rukhness is easier for Klaish to get. Number two, the effects we see of the neshama on the person, like we saw by Moshe Rabbeinu, the fact that his face shone, the fact he didn't need to eat, the fact that he didn't lose his, uh, as he aged, he didn't lose his strength or his faculties, these are all simonim of the fact that he's not, it's not the physical, so to speak, life which is sustaining him, because then a person does need to eat and sleep and does get weaker as he gets older. Whereas by Moshe, like it says, until his dying day, the age of 120, he didn't lose his freshness, he didn't lose his eyesight or anything like that, it's a simon that there was something higher than that. Now, we asked the question, we're going to finish this discussion with that. That was unique to Moshe. What's the rai you bring it to the fact that Moshe had unique capabilities to that Klai Yisrael all in a different level? And the answer is, and this is what you saw in Matan Torah, and you saw also at Yamsuf. And that is, Moshe was the person who was on that level always. He was always on that level. But Klai Yisrael collectively got to that level too, only for a brief period of time. But they all heard that, they all saw in the Yamsuf. They all saw in the book. Like the Gemara says, even the, the lowest of Klai Yisrael, the maidservants of Klai Yisrael saw the, the, the Gilui, the revelation of the Shekhinah. At Har, Har Sinai, everybody, the whole nation heard Hashem speak. And therefore, we see the Klai Yisrael were given that distinction that they have a connection to something, so to speak. It's much more prevalent, it's much easier for them to reach that level than a person who wouldn't have that connection to, to spirituality. This is Madurik what we say in the davening. There's a lot we say in the davening, Bekeraftanu malkeinu means you brought us close. What, in what way did Hashem bring us close? You said Hashem gave us the Torah, we said that already. You gave us the mitzvahs, we said that already. You gave us an elevated status, you said that already. What's the Bekeraftanu? You brought us close. And the version they explain this, you said, that by giving us a neshama, it's automatically easier for us to do the right thing, or to come close to Hashem. We have an extra spiritual injection, so to speak, which makes it easier for us to do that. Masha Ankin, if you wouldn't have had that level, 
would have been much harder. Who says this? The Mephoshim of Nagada. On the Pasuk, it's, on the Zedashim of Nagada, we say is, Mitchila Oyev Devo Dezara Hoya Viseinu, Ve'achshav Kervanu Hamakum Navidase. And the Mephoshim, the Meiri and others, the Rashba, they ask the question of Nagada, who were the Aviseinu? Mitchila Oyev Devo Dezara Hoya Viseinu. Who? So who are we referring to as Avisaidu? So there's two answers in there, Shani. The one is talking about the generations before Avram Avinu. And the question on that is, they never called Avisaidu. We don't take any pride in Terach and Lamech and everyone's going to follow it, right? We don't call them our fathers. Avram Avinu started something new. So what do they say? They say, our ancestors in Mitzrayim. The children of the Shvatim. The ones who were in Mitzrayim were also Oivdavay Rezar. Until Moshe took them out, they were Oivdavay Rezar. And the question is, how did that happen? The descendants of the, the first level descendants of Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, after the Shvat, and their children, how did they come out of Oivdavay Rezar? To explain this point. Before Hashem took Klai Yisrael, Klai Yisrael, right, it was much harder to, to get to the level of Oivdavay Hashem. The obvious got there, that was, the, that was their distinction, that was their level. Right? The grandchildren, the great grandchildren, weren't on that level, they went back to Avedazar. The Akshav, Kervana Makam Ravidose. Now Hashem made it easy for us. He brought us close. And that's the Nishama. When was the Akshav? Then Hashem made it easier for us. And that's the Sisoy we're talking about. Even today, a person doesn't have to be a year, like we said before, to become a Navi. There were Navim in the Goyim. The Gemara in Avedazar mentions three. And the Riyab in Brachel, according to the that he was a guy, right? There weren't even a guy, but it was a much more difficult level to get to. Klai Yisrael, because Hashem gave us in the Shama, we naturally easier for us to reach that. Kervan the Rabbi does, Hashem makes it easy for us. And therefore, we, the Doris in Mitzrayim, they didn't have that advantage, it was much more difficult for them. They went back to Avedazar. The connection to Hashem was much harder for them to reach. Now that Hashem gave Klai Yisrael Neshama, so we have that natural advantage. That's the Maila of Klai Yisrael. That's the Maila of Klai Yisrael. And that's why the mitzvah specifically speak to us. Let's go back to the argument Kazari was asked. The king asked him, why does your religion only speak to you? Right? Every other religion in the world says it's a religion for all mankind. And Klai Yisrael said, no, we don't have the rest of God to keep the Torah. It's just for us. Why do you think it's just for you? And this is the point. Hashem decided he doesn't need everybody. He, and he focused the, the direction to Afghan Klai I'm expecting you to keep the Torah, and therefore Hashem gives him that extra level, that distinction that, that in, enables us to keep the Torah. We have in the Shama, it makes it, therefore we're more entitled to keep the Torah. One last point I want to say on this, the two came together. The Ramchal says this in a Sefer called Terech Etzachayim. He says the two came simultaneously. When Hashem gave Klai the Torah, He also gave them in the Shama to be able to keep the Torah. The two come together. The guy who didn't want the Torah, they don't get the Neshama. But when, when Hashem sends the Torah down, He sends down with it, simultaneously, the, Torah, the Neshama that Klai Yisrael need in order to help Him keep the Torah. And therefore, it's only for us. Once we, were cho- once we chose, and we were chosen to be the only ones to accept the Torah, we were given an extra level, so I started to speak to do it. If you go to the Marshall, we started this with. And that is, the difference between the citizens and the soldiers. Right? Everyone's a citizen. They all have the rights and all the obligations of citizens. The army, the soldiers have more rights, they have more obligations. When a person accepts to be inducted into the army, he gets his weapons. 
no, no country goes around delivering tanks to the citizens. But if you want to in the army, we'll give you the tools. You need to be in the army. When Klai shall accept the Torah, they get what the, ex- the extra level they need in order to keep the Torah. And that's in the Shaman. The two come down together. And that's what gives Klai Yisrael an extra level of distinction. And the extra level of distinction is the expectation that there is of us that Hashem has now directed the Torah to us because He's given us the, the tools, so to speak, in order to make it.